So hello everyone and welcome to Living That Belle Vie. I am your host, Monday Young, international life and business coach. And today we are going to be talking to Nanya Caputi, who is a specialist in expat. She has a large platform for expat women. And today we're going to be talking about how you can use LinkedIn to leverage your career or to find new career paths or to just connect with people. So welcome, Nanya. Thank you so much, Monday. Yeah, it's an honor to be on your show today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And I'll do all the heavy lifting. Yes, all you have to do is answer the questions. So, Nanya, I want you just to start to tell people a bit about your expat story and how you started um, the Expat Women's Club. Absolutely. So, uh, my expat story uh, started in the early 2000s. I came to the U.S., I was in India and I came to the U.S. to study film in New York. And, nice. you know, yeah. And I just came to study. I wasn't planning to move to, to stay. the U.S. Yeah. Okay. I always told my parents that if I move, I lo- move like maybe a two hour or three hour flight from India. So I can always come back. You right. Know, if I feel Quite like, often. Yeah. I never dreamt that I would, you know, be living in the U.S. <laughs> for the, <laughs> as of now, it looks like for the rest of my life. But, right. yeah. you know, love happened. I met my uh, husband. In, nice. in in the US and uh, it all we just fell in all love. went downhill from there yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really what do you call like an accidental expat Expect. because okay. yeah I didn't you yeah. know usually when you go to another country you you kind of do your research you go yeah. pack with your stuff you say your goodbyes I came to study I came with maybe uh, you know just enough clothes to last me while I was a film I mean a film student in New York and right. Uh, so it was, you know, so my experience in some ways might have been easier because I, you know, I didn't plan it, but in many ways, right. I think I had bigger hurdles because it was, it you happened can't go also backwards. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't yeah. have the prep time, you know, so I had to kind of, yeah. kind of acclimate to the situation and, you know, jump through many more hurdles, uh, as an accidental expat. <laughs> right. And so, I mean, that's exciting. So you met your husband, you were studying film, and did you work in film after that? I did. I did. So my husband's also a filmmaker, and I think that's why we connected. Uh, yeah. So when I, yeah, so I, I did make a few short films in New York. And then when I, when we got married, he's from, he's a San Francisco native. He's one of the few people okay. that's actually born in San Francisco. San Francisco. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. San Francisco has, you know, it's in a way like a, I wouldn't say expat, but the people from all over the U.S. too. Yeah, it's uh, kind of like Los there. Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so he worked in film, and uh, initially we decided I wouldn't work in film because he was gone most of the time. Like, you know, he worked in uh, independent and Hollywood film production, mm. so he'd leave at four right. in the morning, come back, and we were like, if I work in it. You know, I we're never going to see each other. And I'm kind of lazy when it comes to waking up. Like, I'm not a morning person. <laughs> even Me today, either. Yeah, I joined the club. I am not a morning person yeah. either. So when you were like, today, let's do the podcast early. I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so, why it took so long? You're like, oh, November. November, Monday. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, coming back. But then eventually we did make a documentary film together. And uh, it was on gender violence and discrimination wow. in India, you know, um, and also among the Indian diaspora in North America. Wow. 
So that okay, was wow. know, that was a powerful film that we did together, and uh, nice. we also made some short films. I helped him with some of his film projects, and uh, but you know that was uh, I eventually discovered film was not my calling, and right. um, you know the expat woman happened. Um, yeah. So and, tell us. Yeah. Let's yeah. Tell us yeah, how that I'm happened. Joking. How did you? from being an accidental expat end up creating a whole sort of uh, network for expat women. Uh, absolutely. So when I moved, as I said, when I moved to San Francisco, my f- husband was gone most of the time. So I was alone right. and I, you know, I didn't really know many people. So it was really lonely. And then I was also yeah. looking for a job because, you know, people, I, I don't know about what it's like in France, but mm. you know, in the U.S., one of the first things people ask you is, what do you do right you do. We, yeah yes. what do you do yes. in india they'll ask it's almost you when... like your last name it's yeah, like your last name yeah, yeah. and especially yeah, yeah, in san yeah. francisco you know san francisco is always what do you do maybe in the suburbs they'll ask you do you have kids or whatever because you know people are yeah. more family oriented but and like in india they'll ask you where you're from which part of india you're from but in the us and so i was starting to feel like really you know like yeah. i didn't have an identity yeah and, it messes um, with your self-worth yeah and yeah, i had yeah, worked yeah. before coming to the us so mm. i was i was an independent woman and then suddenly and i couldn't work because i didn't have a work permit you know um yeah so also, I didn't have that network because you need friends. When I was yeah. in New York studying film, we were all expats in the, mm, you know, mm. so not not in film school, but in the dorm where I stayed. So we were helping right. each other, you know, navigate the city. And then also yeah. New, in San Francisco, I didn't have either a community of locals or of other expats. I realized yeah. this is a big hurdle. This is a huge challenge that people mm. face when they move to a new country. And and I, it, it isn't just in the U.S. Wherever you live in the world, as I'm sure you, sure. you know, you're you're an expat yeah. in France, and I'm sure you experience yeah. similar things. At least the one thing I had going for me was I could speak English, so that you know I didn't have as big a challenge as people do when they go to a country where they don't speak the language. But even little things like you know, not just professionally, but also yeah. cultural things like you know, you get invited to a baby shower. And, you know, yeah. you're not sure how you dress for the shower, what you <laughs> well, take, yeah. right? Because it's, yeah, it's yeah, true, because like culturally, things. it's so different. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I just, so I was looking for, like, online resources, you know, for people new to a country or communities to join, and there was really nothing. And, uh, you know, that's when the uh, I got that aha moment, I need to do something, because I've had such a hard mm-hmm. time, you mm-hmm. know, navigating this country. There must be other people in women just like you and women had a harder time than men because we need women need community we need friends we need a network men can i think can survive well and because a lot of the time you know i mean that's slowly changing but a lot of the time it's the woman following the man so he still has his job he still has that thing that helps him to identify right. in the external world and right. what people consider to be valuable right. Um, right it's so his identity never goes into crisis right i i, I totally agree and even you know and i think even if you you know if you're, you're single and you move to another country and you do have a job i still think women yearn for community and network sure. more than you know girlfriends like, oh, yeah yeah we need yeah. that right we need to yeah do you, stuff do. Together you do and to we all need connection i mean yeah. i mean a lot of men just find it in their partner and at work and that's a, right and that's enough or for them. their video games 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't have one of those. Okay. Thank you, God. I do not have one of those. Doesn't like sports, doesn't like video games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, but that's it. They do have sports or video games. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And so that's how it came about. It took me a while because I was making the documentary film. But when I finished the documentary film in 2013, actually on my birthday, which is coming up on November 21st, I told my husband, my birthday present to myself is starting this community for expat women. And I'm not nice. calling it immigrant women. I'm calling it the expat woman. Because another mm. thing I noticed when I lived in India, I would travel to Singapore and uh, Hong Kong and Thailand. And I noticed expats were usually referred to white professionals. If you yeah. were a person of color, you were an immigrant. Mm. And I looked right. up the definition of expat. And, it and it's not this. It's no, not. an expat has, is just someone who's not trying to immigrate. They're just there for right. a certain space right. and time. Right. Yeah. And it's a first, it totally different status. Yeah. And there's no race yeah. associated with it. And so I was mm. like, I'm not, you know, in the U.S., unfortunately, immigrants still has a very negative connotation. And, you well, know, the whole uh, country is founded on immigrants. So exactly. I don't know. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not I don't even know politics. how they got there. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I don't even know how they got there. The whole country is immigrants. Exactly. So that's exactly what it was founded on. Right. So, right. you know, it's sort of bizarre. But like you said, yeah. that's another conversation. Yeah. So I, that's how I chose the name expat. I just felt, mm. you know, it, I wanted to be inclusive and I wanted to, sure. you know, you know, every woman, any woman of any color from any part of the world can mm. feel like mm. they're part of this community and I did want to focus more on professional women because even if you have a break in your career if you're a homemaker I still consider sure. women who are who stay at home career women looking after a child is like you learn so yeah many it's soft a small skills, corporation right? your exactly. family is a small corporation Tell you are what. yeah you have to manage everyone's life right. and the home and and right. you know and if you're the one who's taking care of the bills in the house and this and this and this and that it's a small it is. it's a small corporation yeah. it's harder to stay home and raise kids than it is to go to a job and especially if you're in another country because that makes it even harder so sure. it, yeah so that's how the expat woman came about and uh Today, we have about 13,000 women in our network. Initially, I just focused nice. yeah, on the Bay Area because, you know, I'm li I live in the San Francisco Bay Area, but then it became yeah. global. And, you know, that's how I met wonderful women like you. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, COVID has really pushed where people are now really comfortable with being online all the time and sort of showing up and connecting online. I would say that's probably one of the only positive, you know, one of the positive things that came out of COVID is that everyone got used to doing things differently. Like we can have events, we can have conferences, we can, and it, and we can make it easy and accessible. So we, women from all around the world, we can connect with each other now. And, um, yeah, that's great. And that's how I met you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, cause I joined the expat woman group and then I gave a talk and I met so many great people actually from, from the forum that, you know, I end up interviewing for my podcast or doing lots of different things. We're connect connecting professionally as well. I so it. it, I, you know, for me, I got a lot, of, you know, out of the group and it's a great resource. Right. So, you know, thank you for that. And thank you to Monday, <laughs> Monday, Monday, because I, you were, the, you were a speaker at my first expat woman conference that was the first time i did a virtual expat woman conference you did it really really well thank it was, you it was done really well thank it you it was classy i liked the forum it was nice it was thank clean. you thank you yeah, yeah. So, so yes so it has so part of the expat woman is giving professional expat women or as i said women who are in transition and don't currently mm. have a career 
or job the opportunity to shine and inspire other women because if you see a woman someone sees you speaking mm. like you know she went through all these challenges and look at her today she has her own coaching program sure. she's running a podcast you know it just says i can do that too if my yeah. can do it i can do it too right yeah and i think i think a lot of things you know because i coach expats and you know and i was speaking about this in another interview uh that you know when i'm coaching people it's like when you're an expat wife it doesn't mean you can't have everything you just can't have it at all at the same time right, right so right. it's like there's a chapter where it may be your children are small and you you can't work but the next chapter could be you working part-time and then as they get bigger the next chapter is you you know going back to school or writing that book or filming that film or you know once the kids are are more developed so if you can accept that an expat life has chapters, you will get to the thing you desire to do once some chapters have been passed through already. So if you can get comfortable with that, you can have such a fulfilling experience and enjoy the different phases. But I know those phases can be frustrating when you really like sometimes you want your career back and you want to, you know, be out there. But at the same time, like you said, your partner was traveling and then you have small children and, you know, but it's it's I think it all prepares you to be just a much more resilient, flexible and Absolutely. adaptable person. Absolutely. Yeah. I think expats are very resilient and adaptable and very strong people because you, you even if you go to the mo the most fantastic country in the world, like the most beautiful mm. country, you know, and you maybe you have a very luxurious life, you'll still face challenges because you've left your family and friends behind, you know, yeah. you're adapting to a new culture. It's hard. Mm. Scenery does not make a life. No. That's what I tell people. Like people want to move somewhere because it's beautiful. Mm. I'm like, the mountains aren't going to keep you company. The sea's not going to kiss you. It's not going to be your friend. You know, it's good to look at things. But mm. I think when you move somewhere, you really have to think about lifestyle. You have to think, is this the kind of lifestyle right. that I can really, you know, connect with. And if I don't feel that I can, how am I going to integrate myself into that? Um, because point, moving yeah. to a place for a view, right, that just right. doesn't work. I agree. No, it's, a great, it's a really, it's a really good point. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it, I think it has its challenges no matter what. Mm. And I love what mm. you said about, you know, it has different chapters, uh, you know, so keeping that in mind, because we all have this idea of success and this thing we want to yeah. achieve. And sometimes it takes time or sometimes that you might have to, you know, I know the, this word is being used so much like pivot, but you have to be open yeah. to that. Yeah. And having a, a having a, a beautiful marriage and, and home and a family and a is, is, is a, is a huge achievement, you know, which, which half of the population doesn't, can't get through you know so i think if you manage to even keep your family together to keep a happy marriage while you're also going through all of these different changes that's a huge achievement um you know being married and raising children is not an easy task you know it's a beautiful thing but it's not always no. easy <laughs> it's a lot of work it is a lot of work 
but let's I, I don't want us to divert because we could go like on about so many different yeah. things but I want you to talk about how you're really helping professional women and that's by the workshops you're doing now mm-hmm. with how expats can use LinkedIn to leverage um, themselves so can you talk to me a bit about the work you're doing with women at the moment sure so you know um, I, I, I have initially was focused on an expat but as I said my community has grown and I can't say oh you're not an expat mm-hmm. woman you know because the Bay Area again is such Get a out. Mess, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Such a part. And you know, I, a lot yeah. of people joined my community because they had either lived abroad at one point, they had traveled abroad, right. they had worked they like abroad. They like that international. Yeah, or they, they have a partner from another country or they want to at mm. some point live abroad. So they, you know, they're very excited about being part of this international community. So my whole goal with starting the expat woman and which continues also with my work uh, under Naina Kaputi is helping mm-hmm. women unleash their inner potential. I feel we all okay. have, you know, we all have unique skills. We all have what we yes, call we a do. zone of genius, mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that we're really good at that no one else is at, where you do work and yeah. it doesn't feel like work. But many of yeah. us don't uncover that because we suffer from imposter syndrome, like especially expats. When you move to a new country, yeah. You feel you're not like the locals. You feel you're different. You sound different. Mm, you might mm, look different. Mm. And that's your asset at the end of the yeah, day. You, when it's, yeah. Exactly. And you yeah. feel that, you know, yeah. you, uh, you stand out. But as you said, that's an asset. So you, yeah. so, but that very often keeps people from really shining because they're like, mm. you know, I'm never going to, she studied, for instance, take an expat who's moved to the US. Like, wow, these people have studied in American universities. They speak English so fluently. I have an accent. I might be a person of color. You know, I'm going to just stand out if I join this company. And mm. it keeps them from really uh, stepping out, you know, uh, standing out and achieving the success mm. they desire. So, I, when I started the expat woman, one of the things I did was hosting regular events where mm-hmm. every, so on different topics, because my network has entrepreneurs, they have women in tech, they have, you know, uh, women yeah. in artists. So I do different panels and I bring mm-hmm. at least 70% of the panel would be expats who have achieved success, but not born, born with that success. They had to go through, you know, those chapters that you say, or those sure. hurdles to achieve what, uh, you know, and that, so... So through those events, through the women speaking, people in the audience would be inspired. Sometimes they'd get jobs, they'd make new friends, they'd build uh, connections, yeah. or they would start their own businesses. So my focus is content uh, and community. So the con- no, and I didn't go ahead. And I did listen to some of the talks, um, some of the talks you've um, had on your platform. And I think the nice thing I think um, definitely about the conference uh, last year. It was about lots of women who started in one career and then ended up in something right. completely and totally different. Right. And I think you, you know, people can tell you like, you have to pivot, you have to be adaptable, right. you have to be flexible. Right. So, like for you, sometimes you don't know what that looks like. Right. And that's why it's good to hear other people's exactly. stories because you're like, okay, I identify with that. Right. You know what I mean? Or the person's voice, whatever it is, connects with you or you know, or you hear it differently right, from different right, mouths. So, right. so I think that part was really nice right. to really encourage women professionally by showing women who live their chapters right. and then how those chapters ended up uh, in the end. Right, right. So, so that's so that's great. And so, how did you move into the LinkedIn sure. le- leveraging? So, you know, so last year when the pandemic happened, my I was doing mostly in-person events, and of course. San Francisco went into lockdown. I did those virtual events. But mm, it's also mm-hmm. then that I discovered my unique skill of zone of genius because before that, I think I suffered from imposter syndrome because 
I never spoke at my events. Right. The expat woman conference was one of the first events where I actually also did a workshop because before that it was like I'm right. not good, okay. good enough. I'll bring in other women to speak. And I was when the pandemic, mm. you know, I mm. took a step back. I yeah, like a year ago, I hadn't even done. Um, We've all yeah, been there. like eighteen months yeah. ago in the pandemic, it I hadn't even done a podcast. I hadn't even listened to a podcast. I started putting myself out there, and I decided to find a social media platform to you know show, mm. uh, showcase my skills and share my voice. And I tried Instagram, I tried Facebook, but then LinkedIn really spoke to me because LinkedIn, yeah, right. whether you you have a career or you're in between careers, you can take LinkedIn with you wherever you go. It's a platform which yeah. defines who you are because if you do if you do a search, it's a walking resume. It is, it is, yeah. and you don't have to be looking mm. for a job. If you do a search, no. if you do a Google search with your name, most likely your LinkedIn profile will show up at the top of the search. So you should also right. yeah. So you can see it as you say it's it's a walk. It's it's your website, and expats very often think that because they don't they're currently not working that they shouldn't be on LinkedIn. But LinkedIn has changed. It's no longer for just job seekers and recruiters. It's for anyone who at some point in their career wants to start a profession. And even if you're between hmm. jobs, once you find that unique skill, maybe you're maybe cu- currently you can't work because you don't have a work permit or whatever your visa. You know, but yeah. maybe you're really good. Maybe you're good at organizing. Maybe that's your skill. Like you're so good at organizing yeah. a home. You to, you can use LinkedIn. You can start sharing content about, you know, how you organize your drawers, how you, uh, you know, uh, yeah, tips and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's definitely, um, I mean, my relationship with LinkedIn is, is, is average i would say mm-hmm. i'm not i'm definitely not a but i do have a, you know all my qualifications all the things that i'm doing current on mm-hmm. there and i share the things that i'm doing now i'm not a job seeker right. but i also connect with lots of professional women people who i want to interview or sometimes i need information on a specific topic right. when it comes to expat life right. like and you can find so many so many people on right. there and then you see who people are connected to. So yeah. if if this is a community you're working in, you all end up sort of kind of connecting to each other, discovering new right. people, um, sharing information, workshops, doing all kinds of things. So LinkedIn has been really good for me, I would say, in that regard, that I think if people want to see if you're kind of serious about yourself or you have at least a nice clean profile right. where people can kind of get idea of what your professional history is and what you're doing at the moment, you know. Absolutely, and you know, there's 800 million people on LinkedIn in 200 countries. Wow. Yeah, so it's one of the wow. biggest platforms. I would in- I encourage uh. everyone to use it. I've been using it since January this year, and it's been amazing. As you say, you can make mm. connections. And Facebook, it's really hard to make connections with people you don't know. It Personal is. People very, it's too it's big. Too big, and people don't always use their names. A lot of people have mm. fake names because they don't feel comfortable. They have so many profiles sure. on LinkedIn. If you don't have your, you don't have your original name. You know, people are not good. If you, you see, there a lot of people have some weird names or they don't have a photograph. I don't connect with people like mm. that. So one, one is you can yeah. connect with people, and you can connect with their connections when you're an expat mm. and you move to an. A new country for you know for instance you move to france you can just do in the linkedin search you can look up france and you can see everyone who's writing you you know who's based in france yeah if you even to find a doctor yeah 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 a bilingual doctor right, right. to find any any professional right you know whatever sector you're looking right. into 
whether either to present yourself in it or to find someone exactly. in it. Like it is a resource for professionals where you can read uh, what these people are doing and have done. And if you're looking for like a bilingual doctor in Paris, you could use LinkedIn for that. I mean, people, everyone's on there. Exactly. So and, and, you know, it's yeah. a great resource. And so I would encourage people who are, you know, listening to this, who don't have a LinkedIn profile to create one. And another thing I wanted to share is that LinkedIn can be, you can, LinkedIn has 24 languages currently that can be used. So if you're not comfortable with English, mm -hmm. English is, you can create a secondary profile. And I know since this is Radio Paris, you, French is one of the languages that can be used. So okay. you can have a secondary profile or you can even have LinkedIn translated into the language you're comfortable in. Again, right now they have a limited number of languages, but that's a mm -hmm. huge advantage because, you know, sometimes sure. writing in English is not always easy or you might have a network that is more interested in connecting with you in the language they are comfortable with. So, you know, if your target audience is in a country where they don't speak English, you can even find that language. Right. But I encourage everyone because at some point, you know, whether you're starting a business or you're going to find a job or you just want to keep your, you know, what you're doing, uh, you know, in the, for people to see what you're up to, keep doing mm. that. And you, you can make, you can also find friends that you have lost touch with. Maybe you studied at a university sure. and now you move to a new country like if i look up the, the university i studied in in india and i do a search on your alumni yeah there are many of them yeah. who live in the u.s many you live in the bay area so you know you move to a yeah. new country you can find those people so i think linkedin's a really powerful tool uh i i think your next question will be what people how can people what is some advice it, yes it, <laughs> yes. So I was going to say, because we're, 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 unfortunately, we're getting to the end of our time. So I want you to give us sort of three major tips on how people can leverage themselves Absolutely. on LinkedIn. The first one is complete your profile. So have a nice photograph of yourself looking at the camera, you know, with your eyes mm -hmm. visible. Don't wear dark glasses. Try and have a, a neutral background. Second is mm -hmm. a headline. If you're even if you don't have a job at the moment, maybe your skill is maybe you're a performer. So you say you know entertain people through through singing performances, whatever. I'm thinking like my my yeah. my headline th that is basically what defines me. I say I help women unleash professional women unleash their inner awesomeness. Okay, so something like that, which speaks, mm -hmm. so you don't have to have a job title. Just about your essence of yes. you as a person. Again, I say find that unique skill. Yeah. And then the third thing is build, you know, there are many things on LinkedIn that I can share, but the third thing be as an expat, make connections. So look for people that mm. have either Use it to yeah, network. similar yes. background and then connect with them, yeah. follow them, and then start yeah. commenting on their content. Start engaging with them and then start when you have, you to, have engage. to engage. On social media, yeah. if you produce and you don't engage, it's, yeah, it's, it's useless. useless. I agree. So yeah. those are the things. Yeah. You yeah. can build a really powerful network. So I'd encourage everyone to get on LinkedIn today. So do you have any workshops coming up uh, helping people to know the ins and outs of how yes. to leverage LinkedIn? I know you had one recently. Right. Will you be having I will. another? So in December, I'm going to have a five-day workshop on on using linkedin it's going to be a, like a challenge and which will end in a okay. workshop so i will share the information with you so you can add it in your show notes yep. or description and i also have a facebook yep. group called let's do linkedin where i share weekly tips and content on how you can, you know, leverage your LinkedIn profile. And I'll share that link with you as well. I will be linking all of that. Uh, you can find it either on WRP, on my Facebook, 
or Instagram, which is mondayyoungcoaching.com. But I just want to thank you, Nanya, so much for coming and sharing all your wisdom with us today. Thank you so much, Monday. <laughs> thank you. It was great and fruitful cool. day. Well, so I thank everyone for listening, and I look forward to speaking with you next time.